Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That might go for four. That might take him to 100. Constance can't get there. It's a century for Nick Madison, who falls to his knees. Had a tough season, but consecutive centuries for Madison in the Sheffield Shield. This, the 16th first-class century of his career, and how wonderfully well he's batted today. Yeah, welcome back to the Sporting Capital. It has been a great season for the Victorian men's cricket team. They sit second on the Sheffield Shield ladder at the moment, an integral part of that team has been Nick Maddinson. Another 100 for him. He's second on the season. He's up to 233 runs, averaging around 77 at the moment. And his highest score of 108 came on the weekend against New South Wales. He joins us on the Sporting Capital. Nick, thanks for joining me. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me. Another good knock from you. you you're racking up the centuries after a big, big ba- after a, a slower Big Bash season for you. You're back into red ball mode and you're hitting them well. Yeah, it's nice to be back. Um Obviously, a fair bit of time out of the game and missed quite a lot of red ball cricket. So, um, yeah, disappointed. I couldn't get up in time for the Shield cricket before BBL. And then, yeah, kind of straight into T20 cricket. I found it a bit hard to get up to the speed of the game coming off uh, no game time. But, um, yeah, it's been a nice little break, I guess. Um, had the second half of BBL to try and get myself up to speed. Played quite a bit of club cricket for St Kilda, which was fantastic. And a um, bit of second eleven as well. And then, obviously, the Shield back in last week once we started up. So, yeah, it's been a good couple of weeks for sure um, in terms of personal milestones. But, yeah, as you mentioned before, we're sitting second on the Shield table and in a pretty good position this year. Yeah. Do you see it as a bit of a reward for effort? I mean, we, we'll get to the big bash and we know what happened there throughout the season. But uh, you've been in really good form for some time in the in the longest form, nearly 7,000 Seven and a half thousand first class runs. You've been very good at this format for some time, and uh, more more runs coming your way. Yeah, it feels like you know I've been down in Victoria for um, a while now since um, 2018, and played 30 odd games. And I think that's probably where my game turned around. To be honest, um, the move down here from from New South Wales. I think um, I've got a pretty good grasp on how I want to bat at the moment in the longer form of the game. I've yeah batted all over the place to be honest from one to about seven um in in victoria so yeah i feel like my game's in a pretty good good space at the moment and yeah it's been fun being up the top of the order at the moment as well we should mention i mean you did say there that you moved down from victoria is victoria going to be home for you going forward do you, you like it down here or are you just waiting until you can retire and head back to new south wales <laughs> uh i don't know um wait until it happens i guess hopefully i've got a a while in me yet before I need to make that decision. Um, I'd like to keep going and play for a lot longer. And uh, I think the group we've got at the moment is pretty exciting. I think um, the way we're playing is a really good good buzz around the group. Um, you know, the second half of last year and, and the year before as well, we made a, a bit of a strong push to get into a Shield final and came up against WA away both times. And it's a pretty hard one to, to overcome. But mm. I think this year we're in a really good position and... Um, obviously, a bit disappointing with how things turned out in Sydney yesterday with the rain. But, um, yeah, sitting second, I think we're in a pretty good position. And yeah, I love being part of the group at the moment. It's a, a really good balance. I've got you know, quite a lot of experience and then some young guys coming through as well and um, some strong young leaders in the group. So it's been great to be a part of.
Absolutely. Three Centurions in the first innings as well against New South Wales, Peter Hanscom. And, and the great one, along with your own, was Will Pekofsky. We know what Will Pekofsky's been through over the last little while. He belted them all around. You as a teammate, what, what can you tell us about his preparation and his, his mentality going into these games? Yeah, he's obviously a class act. And, um, you know, when he plays, he just looks like he's a level above um, at all times. And, when he came out to bat, I watched about three balls, and I said to him, "I oh, just make sure you don't give him anything. You're too good to to get out today to these guys." So um, he definitely proved us all right in that aspect, and um, you know the way he plays, and I think the style he plays, he it really suits him that longer form of the game, and um, he definitely had to work hard. It was a, a long innings for him. I think probably not scoring a hundred for for a mm. few years, and um, everything that he's had to go through in between that makes you really knuckle down and want to go over the line and. Um, yeah, he played exceptionally well and put us in a great position. And like I said, he's a pretty important part of our team going forward for the rest of the season as well. If we're making a push for not only a Shield final but also a home one as well. I know, I know you're not a selector here, Nick, but can you see more Test cricket coming for Will Pekofsky in in the near future? I mean, he we know how prodigiously talented he is. He's opened the batting for them previously, but do you feel like he's he's starting to get his head right in the game again? Yeah, I think um, definitely in the future. I, I don't really think we should put a time frame on when that should be, um, whether it's in two years or five years or even longer. I think as soon as he can get a you know, a good bunch of cricket behind him. I know he went to England last winter and played um, club cricket in the Surrey League. He's going back this year and also playing half the season of county cricket for Leicester. So, um, yeah, I think he's going to be in a good place. I'd, no doubt the the talents there and um, the runs they're averaging I think almost you know 51 52 for Victoria um, for a kid that age is, is pretty impressive and a couple of double double hundreds to his name so mm. yeah there's going to be no surprise that he um, if he plays Test cricket again I think it's just a matter of time um, getting some games into him getting a good bunch of cricket in and um, when the time comes and you know, there's an opening in the test team. If he's in a good place, there's no doubt he, he can definitely fill the, fill the role. Oh, I have to ask you about Scotty Boland. He's one of my favourite cricketers in the country. Eight wickets for you across the two innings in the match. Uh, it was a draw, of course, against New South Wales. You must walk a lot taller when Scotty Boland's at the top of his mark. Yeah, 100%. I think, um, you know, to have them eight for 100 yesterday and... You know, the storm came and we were uh, sitting around waiting for to try and get back on, but it was nowhere near an eight for a hundred kind of wicket. And I think the spell he produced to take, you know, five of the top six batters, I think, um, was was pretty impressive. Um, you know, we've just made six for four hundred and fifty to clear head on a wicket where we lost a few wickets, kind of going for it as well to set up a declaration. And for him to come out and uh, on a pretty docile pitch and you know nick off three of their mm. top four or five and, and bowl another couple um, was pretty impressive to see. So definitely um, going to miss him when he ducks off to New Zealand <laughs> as part of the Aussies for the next couple of games. But um, yeah, hopefully we get him fit and firing and, and back for the for the Shield final. I guess, you know, you mentioned he is going to go to New Zealand, but you've got some pretty handy reserves. I spoke to Will Sutherland a couple of weeks ago and mentioned to him how, you know, Victorian cricket went through a little bit of a regeneration at the start of the season. They looked to go a little bit younger and and develop from within. You know, guys like Fergus O'Neill and Mitch Perry, we know what Todd Murphy can produce as well, and Will Sutherland himself. I mean, with Scott Boland leaving, it does leave a bit of a hole there, but you've still got some great young guys to, uh, to fill the void. Yeah, I've got a, a pretty good group at the moment and I think we've been in a position um, the last couple of years where I've seen some guys play some cricket, um, get a little bit of experience as well. 
Um, and I think this year what's worked really well is that when Scotty Boland hasn't played, we've had the uh, the evergreen Peter Siddle being able to slot straight in and, <laughs> and, and take up that same kind of role. So no doubt he'll slide back in. He's been around the group the last couple of weeks and playing a lot of one-day cricket. I think he scored some runs on the weekend as well for Dandenong. Oh, so I'm no. sure he's, uh, the coaches know about that. But um, yeah, I think he should probably slide back into that squad and um, like you said, we've been in a, a fortunate position where the last couple of years we've been able to get some experience into our bowlers, and um, you know Will Sutherland's very experienced in terms of um, you know what he brings to the table, but still quite young. And I think it's uh, it's a great young group: him, Mitch Perry, Fergus O'Neill, who have seen uh, Badman Young Cricket of the Year. So those blokes, along with Peter Siddle, I think we're in a really good place to, to finish here strongly. Only the one over for you, Nick, with your with your tweakers in the second innings. I know the rain intervened and you bowled one over in the first innings as well. So can we get some more overs out of you in the next game? <laughs> that was a pretty late call, to be honest. <laughs> I, uh, we're about to get told we're going off for, for light, so I only bowled the over so Todd Murphy could get an extra one before it got too dark. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I... Uh, I don't mind bowling. I, I find it more fun bowling with a white ball, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I haven't had a lot of bowling in shield cricket. And the way the wickets are at the moment, they're fairly uh, fairly juicy and, and a bit green, so it doesn't really suit you know a left arm part time spinner. But um, if there's a bit of wear and tear in the wicket, and we're you know on the fourth day, I'll definitely be putting my hand up at some point and trying to add to add to my wicket tally. I don't have a hell of a lot at the moment, so um, you had like a few more. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking to Nick Maddinson, fresh off a century against New South Wales. A, a big game coming up uh, next week against Tasmania, 1v2. Uh, they're going to be tough to beat, obviously. A spot in the final probably on the line here or give yourself a good chance to be there if you can win. H- how confident are you you can knock them off? And, and what is what makes Tasmania such a good team that you're going to have to look out for? I think they've got a lot of bases covered, to be honest, in their team. Um, yeah, we've got... A lot of guys informed with the bat, um, all ra- a lot of all-rounders that have kind of contributed with both bat and ball throughout the year. And then if you look at their bowling attack, um, you know, Gabe Bell missed this game, but it's, his record at Shield Cricket is pretty amazing. I think averaging in the low 20s with the ball. Um, Riley Meredith as well. Um, you know, It's a pretty formidable bowling attack to come up against, especially down in Hobart. They seem to play really well at home. Um, and the wicket there does suit, I think, the, the style of play they have. Um, it'll be a big challenge for us, but as I mentioned, I feel like we're playing really good cricket. There's a, a great feeling amongst the group at the moment and a really confident um, kind of group for us. So, yeah, we'll be you know, going down there with, I guess, some good form and top-of-the-table clash is always exciting. And when it puts you in a position to um, be in a Shield final and possibly host one as well, I think it's a, a really important one for us. Absolutely. Last one on Victoria before we move on to a little bit of Big Bash stuff. How, how's Sam Harper getting going in his recovery from uh, what was a pretty horrific net incident uh, in the Big Bash? Uh, he's obviously back in the side. He made 21 uh, in the first innings the other day. Uh, n- nice to have him back behind the pegs. Yeah, it's been great having him back. He took a really nice catch um, you know, the night of day three to dismiss Daniel Hughes as well. So um, great having him back in. I think the way he's playing at the moment got us over the line with a pretty important innings um, against South Australia last week and the style of play he's playing at the moment, it's, a, it's great to watch. It's um, you know really free-flowing. He's looking to take the game on um, and I think, yeah, it's not too long, I think, before he gets another opportunity to to really put a big score on the board. I guess it's a good sign when your keeper's coming in, batting for a declaration, you're in a pretty good position and that's kind of where he's been at um, last week. So, yeah, I'm sure there'll be an opportunity somewhere along the line in the next couple of games for him. But, yeah, it's fantastic having him back. And 
good good energy around the group. Um, yeah, I think like I said, it's a it's a really fun group to be a part of at the moment. He definitely contributes to it, so it's awesome having him around. Nick, how frustrating was the Big Bash season for you? <laughs> yeah, quite frustrating. Um, I think the main thing was I, I just was coming off no cricket and um, you know I did my best to try and play um, a bit of cricket before Christmas and just didn't really work out. So um, I think a couple of practice games and then we're straight into round one of BBL. And yeah, personally, I just found the speed of the game um, tough to catch up with um, when you're not coming off a lot of time in the middle. Um, there's no substitute, I guess, for, for batting in match. Um in a match and getting some balls under your belt, um, regardless of the format. So I think that was probably what cost me in the end. And by the time it kind of clicked and I started feeling good, the, I was out of the team and the tournament was already over. So, um, yeah, it was a probably a, a tough month. And when you're not winning, um, makes it even harder. And I think, um, yeah, I just wanted the team to be in a good position. And, yeah, ended up not playing seven, second half of the tournament. And, you know, we obviously didn't finish the season the way we would have liked. But um, it is a pretty exciting group. I know we lost a bit of experience this year, but having Jake re-sign, Will Sutherland re-sign, um, and yeah, him leading the charge the second half of the season, I think we're in a pretty good position um, in the years to come. Was was there anger from your end? Because, I mean, you, you were you, going into the season and at the start, you know, you, you're named captain of this team and so much promise. And on paper, when I was calling the games, I thought, wow, this is a strong renegade side. And then you sort of end up out of the side in the back half of the year. Were you angry? Uh, I don't get angry about too much, mate. But Good man. <laughs> I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't really angry. I think it was just frustrating more mm. than anything. And um, you know, as a as a leader, I felt like when you're not performing, you're letting the team down as well. And um, I think in a pretty short tournament, um, we had some big overseas players, but when they don't click um, straight away and get the performances that you would expect from them or that you've seen in the past, um, you know, a lot of your our list was revolved around some pretty big name overseas players, especially with the bat. Um, and then, yeah myself not performing and um, Aaron Finch doing his back a little bit during the tournament as well. Um, yeah, it just made it hard for us to get going, I guess. And, um, you know, when a few moving parts toward the end of the tournament, trying to find out your best team, um, I think in, in a short tournament like that, it can be hard to play catch up. And that's kind of the position we found ourselves in. But yeah, probably frustrating is the word, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Now remind us before we let you go, you, you, you are re-signed for the Renegades. You'll be going around again next year for them? Uh, I haven't at the moment. I would like to. Um, I think just the way that obviously there's an embargo once the final starts and the way contracting works, there's only you know, a certain amount of contracts you're allowed to have at that point in time. And um, yeah, at the moment I haven't, haven't re-signed, but I guess um, over the winter it's something I'll be looking to lock in for sure. Beautiful. How good can Jake Fraser McGurk be before we let you go? He, he dazzled, I mean, he's 22 years old, dazzled us at Marvel. Seems the right venue for him with the, I guess, the lower roof. It's almost a challenge for him to hit it, but he just goes out there and plays with some serious freedom as well. Yeah, he does. It's great to see him come along this year. Um, he played some pretty important innings um, and pretty exciting ones as well. So I think, like you said, the square of short boundaries there definitely suit the way he plays, um, picks up anything. You know, Joff going over the stumps and can hit it for six quite quite comfortably. So it was um, impressive to see and great to see him get a crack at international level. And you know, watching some of those games and, and hearing from the guys in the squad, it was pretty impressive to see live when you got Alzari Joseph bowling 150 k's an hour and him smacking him all over the park. So um, at the moment, yeah, it's hard to hard to see where he'll end up. I'd love him to you know keep playing and and performing in Shield cricket. And I definitely think there's a 
a long international test career there for him if he if he wants it. But um, you know the environment's ever changing at the moment, and you don't really know what what could come up. But yeah, I think he could be a fantastic free form player. If you could have anyone come and play for the Melbourne Renegades next season, you open checkbook. Who are you picking, Nick? <laughs> uh, are we talking internationals as well? Yeah, or? internationals as well. Anyone you like? I don't know, a tough one. Um, I don't know. I think uh, a couple of years ago, we, we signed Liam Livingston with the mm. number one pick and missed out on him. Someone that kind of role, I guess, would be um, be great to have. I think a middle-order player that can, that can bowl a little bit. They're probably the hardest things yeah. to come by. Um, you know, My favourite player at the moment is, is probably someone like a Ben Stokes. He's someone I, I love to watch play. So anyone on that kind of that ilk, I guess. Um, Indian guys, if you could get any of them and <laughs> think there's about 40 of them, you could take your pick and they'd be one of the best in the competition. So, um, yeah, anyone, that kind of that kind of thing, I guess. But, um, yeah, I'm not sure where they'll sit next year with, with the overseas, but I think we had some pretty good ones this year, to be honest, and having Quinton de Kock, he's probably high on my list yeah. um, on those kind of players as well. Well, hopefully Quinton can come back and dazzle again at Marvel. Nick, it's been a pleasure to uh, to catch up. All the best for the rest of the Shield season, and hopefully you can be a big part of guiding Victoria to another Shield title. Good on you. No, no worries. Thanks. Nick Maddinson joining us on the Sporting Capital. Give us a call on the Harcourts open line, one 736 736 Your move, your Harcourts.